Glenn Beck program. So, um, Antifa decided to go to the Capitol in Oregon and uh, storm the Capitol. So, sound familiar at all? Sound familiar? I mean, you probably, little, you probably don't know the story because it was not even worth covering, really. Really? Yeah, yeah it's it not. seems like an insurrection. Yeah, well, the, here's the problem. Here's the problem. Somebody was fed up with it, and uh, they were they were shooting paint pellets at his car, and he got out and said, stop. And they didn't, and they started shooting paint pellets at him, and he was armed, and he pulled his gun out and said, stop right now. He didn't point it at him. But that's the kind of that's the kind of Trump supporting crazed maniac Mm. that is out on our streets with guns. It just Antifa just wanted to. They thought his car needed some new paint. Oh, and they were all there with some paint. And I think they were doing him a favor. That's how out of control things are. We'll tell you the follow up story. Coming up, we begin the last hour of the broadcast in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. So, Stu, why don't you take this out? This is the, uh, there's a um, a gold bar that I have to send back, and I really don't want to send back. I'll, I'll take think care of it. I'll send it back for you. No problem. Yeah, yeah. Do you're you think busy. You're so busy. You think, I'll take it, and right. then don't worry about it. We'll see each other when we see each other. Do you, you know? think that they will... They would notice that we just took a two by four and just cut it into a shape of like this and spray painted it gold. If we sent it back, here's the thing: you ever see that trick where you where if you cut a pizza a certain way, yes, you can make it look like you you could take a piece of it and it yeah. put it back together and it looks like the whole pizza. Exactly we right. We can kind of do that with this thing. We'll just shave the top and the bottom off of it. Yeah. Anyway, what we're talking about is a nine pound bar of gold that is uh, sitting here. Uh, Stu could just barely even open the box that it's in. It is. It's a Ziploc bag. It's so small, and it it seems a lot heavier, doesn't it? Yeah, nine pounds. Really dense. Yeah, it's like a black hole, Mm. and it's it's a bar of gold from uh, the eighteen fifties or sixties. It's marked how much? Twelve thousand. Twelve. Twenty six forty one ninety six. So just a little over twenty five hundred dollars. Twenty five hundred dollars for nine pounds of gold. So what's changed? The value of the dollar that's what's that's what's changed uh the gold isn't worth more the dollar is worth less than it was in the 1860s um and this is an actual piece of really cool history this was found on the bottom of the uh, atlantic ocean just off the coast of i think north carolina um and had been sitting there for over a hundred years and now there's a few of these bars that are up for sale and if you're interested i mean it's three hundred thousand dollars but if you're interested <laughs> bill <laughs> there's got to be like one per- we should just call him um this is a piece of gold that you can't confiscate really because it's i mean it's a yes it's a bar of gold but it is a real big history piece as well for and, america and the bigger thing of course is you don't have to buy a no. giant gold bar for three hundred thousand no, they, dollars. They've you can actually still get gold yeah. for a lot less money. Yeah, than. it's kind of like you remember when you were a kid and you had a business plan and you were like, "All we need is one buyer. Why don't we just <laughs> we'll make something and charge you know ten million dollars for it? We only have to make one." Yeah, it doesn't work that way. Doesn't work that way. So they've uh, they've got smaller pieces of uh, gold as well. They're standing by to take your call. Please 
take the um, the fall of the dollar seriously, please don't be surprised by that. Call for all the information at 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE, or goldline.com. We could make that into a tooth. <laughs> Oh, yeah, bring it in. Have somebody bring it in to me, will you, Sarah? Um, so I, I read an article, um, and it's so funny because people send me these articles all the time, and they're like, Glenn, you got to buy this. And I'm like, you know, it, it's George Washington's hair is up for sale, and not a lot of it, just like a clipping of his hair. $1.7 million. $1.7 million. Seems a bit creepy to me, honestly. Like, uh, it seems like something a stalker does is like hold on to someone's hair. Yeah, it does. Well, it seems creepy to us, but this was the thing back then. It, it, autographs were worthless. They Nobody asked for an autograph. Oh, so it was instead of autographs, you get yeah. somebody's hair? Yeah, it was because it was deeply personal to them. Big fan of your work. Can I get some of your hair? Is that Isn't really that crazy? That's what people did? Yeah. And then the person would just cut some of their hair off? Well, no. It's like this stopped, you know, around, you know, in the 1900s. Uh, mm-hmm. It was really kind of ended. In the, in the 1800s, it started to fade a great deal. Um, but that was the thing. And so there's only so much hair. And so you'd have to be a very special person to get a, a lock of the person's hair. And it was usually after they died. So this mm. particular thing that's up for auction for $1.7 million is a lock of George Washington's hair. Have mm. you seen the picture? No. Oh, you got to uh, you, you just it look it up real quick. You won't believe it. It's not a lot. I mean, I've lost more in my sink uh, than this <laughs> than this is. Uh, it was cut from his head on his deathbed. Do you see it? Uh, yes. Here's here a picture. Go. Here's a, a big picture of it. I've got a big picture of it. It's like not no, a lot. No, it's you a few pull strands. that out of like your, you know, your drain in the shower. Ooh, yes, I know. So, oh, but wouldn't you love that? And I could wear it around my neck. <laughs> You'll see that this that's what this is. It's just like a, a clipping of his hair. And it's between two pieces of glass in like a locket for a chain. Mm-hmm. OK, that's not a lot of hair. million dollars because it comes with a letter that says General Washington's hair cut from his head in 1799 by John Pierce. I think it is of uh, Philadelphia Uh, sent it to me. I received it and then the signature of the guy. So it's it comes with real provenance. You know that it actually is his hair. But here's the thing. When I saw this, I thought 1.7. Holy cow, what is going on? I mean, is it the whole head? Can we make a lamp out of the skin, too? I mean, how much hair is it? Um, because we have a couple of pieces of his hair. Um, there is as much hair in this. It's just tightly braided. This is a little locket that was given to uh, Martha Washington when he was when he died, she cut a lot of his hair off and she would give it to relatives and to really special people. Different times, different times, different, different times. Different times. Uh-huh. Um, so this is a locket that went around uh, 
the person's neck and you could see it's br- tightly braided. It's not a lot of hair, but it's about the same amount of hair tightly braided. I don't even know what we paid for that, but not one point seven million dollars and not even not even close to that. Um, this just shows you how crazy things have gotten. Um, we also have in the Mercury One vault. What are you? Why are you shaking your head? Right in the little center the box little window. Yeah, you can barely see it. <laughs> yeah, but that is actually his hair. That's actually his hair. Hmm. Now we have in the uh, in the Mercury One vault as well, and I bet you we. I can't. Even, I'd be shocked if we paid more than ten grand for it. Maybe um, we have maybe maybe if we bought it in the in the last fifteen years, which I don't think we did. Maybe it it was fifty grand, but okay, yeah. couldn't have been more than that. And to be clear, this is a museum buying this. Yeah, it's a museum. <laughs> this yeah, like, this you is know, Glenn not... just like, hey, yeah, I got fifty I grand gotta, for hair. Hey, I gotta get some of his hair. <laughs> no, this is to preserve because. Again, at the time, these things were more important than even a letter from George Washington, which is weird. Is it? Would you say it's even more important than like a Suez Canal light? Which is it that important though for American history? Could it be more important? Did than I Suez? not? Were you not amazed by the Suez Canal uh, history I gave you today? The lesson on the. Su- the macaroni guy story the, from the that, beginning the of the fat show. fat kid with the macaroni. Mm-hmm. That's why we have the Suez Canal. That's the greatest story ever. Well, not the greatest story ever, but a pretty good story. It's in the top 100,000 stories. And <laughs> okay. I will, I will say, however, you were story able ever. to tell it completely without the light. I mean, here right. you are, a guy who Shut owns up. the Suez Canal light, and you didn't Shut need up. the light at all to tell the story. Shut of up. The Suez Canal. Are you working for my wife? Are you working for my wife? <laughs> so anyway... Um, so we have a ring, and I apparently in the other vault, um, and should be. Man, we should bury this thing like in a nuclear silo. We have a ring of a lock of George Washington's hair that was cut by Martha Washington on his deathbed, just like this. Then she gave it to um, Alexander Hamilton. Alexander Hamilton then gave it to his daughter she braided the the hair it's unbelievable i don't even know how you would braid a lock of hair but she braided a lock of hair and it's really beautiful i mean for creepy hair things right um and he was he thought that was so beautiful he made it into a ring and gave it to her so it's a ring bigger than this one and the the uh, circle is what about an inch around it's an oval it's a gold ring with a lock of his hair braided by alexander hamilton's daughter and given from martha washington to alexander hamilton i mean it's gotta be you think David that'd be much I, more valuable than what they're talking about auctioning yeah today. we we've got i mean we gotta we gotta consider selling that i mean david 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 seriously I mean, $1.7 million. That's insane. And you know what that's from? That's from $1.7 million. $1.7. It's actually uh, $1.771. It should sell for $1776. Wouldn't that be great? Oh, my gosh. Who's buying that? Seriously. Who has $1.7 million for a lock of his hair? 
I mean, Mount Vernon has a lock of his hair. And uh, by the way, it's a complete coincidence that uh, and completely unrelated that I am selling a baggie full of uh, George Washington's hair. It's white hair. I got a big baggie full of it. It's complete coincidence, by the way, that I got a haircut this weekend. Don't tie those two things together. I hesitate to to bring this up, but you may know uh, you, this is your area, so I hesitate to bring this up. But I'm reading a story here <laughs> that says the bidding in the auction was up to one thousand seven hundred and seventy-one dollars, not one point seven million, but seventeen hundred dollars. Is that possible that somehow one of these stories? <laughs> completely wrong or maybe it's just been bit up a lot since the story i have but i am a bit concerned because that's a big a big gap well, see, in those two stories yeah see in 2019 it sold for thirty-five thousand. it couldn't be up to a another it couldn't be a, a 1771 and it couldn't be it couldn't be one point i don't where did i read it this story you're right this story is Does not it, it also <laughs> Because, I mean, look, I, I still think $1,700 is a lot for a freaking couple pieces of hair, but oh, not man, 1. I thought David and I were going to be able to. <laughs> you were going to retire. We're gonna you retire. were ready to retire on the to, George Washington's hair. I was ready to say, market. you know what? We're ethical people. <laughs> we would never take anything out of the, the Mercury Museum vault. But, but see you later. It's a ring. See ya. Yeah. <laughs> it can't be. <laughs> Just put an IOU in, in the I in the know vault. I read it today. Yeah, 1000 This is why, honestly. Mm-hmm. This is I'm I'm on drugs. I'm on drugs today. <laughs> you, I will say you did tell me that before the I show. Did. I'm going to be on heavy drugs for the show for yeah. my back pain. Right. And please I said, watch every word that I'm saying. Right. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe this is a good example of why I should not be on the air today. Right. <laughs> I mean, look, numbers are hard. Math are. Is, is, a, is a challenge. No, I know many. I read it someplace or at least... The drugs were telling me that I was later. Now, you can't. That macaroni story, you better check the fat kid with the macaroni. There's no way the macaroni story is true no now. Way. Would you look that up? The macaroni Literally. fat kid story? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Macaroni yeah. No, fat kid. <laughs> Egypt. Sued, uh, uh, Suez, Suez Canal. Canal. Egypt. Uh, let's just see. Let's see what comes up. Got to be your story. That story's got to be completely uh, false. Uh, this one goes directly to a book called "Parting the Desert: The Creation of the Suez Canal." Now, and you got I, that by googling "fat kid fat macaroni Suez Canal." Everyone at home, you can do it yourself. <laughs> Just go to, now do "fat uh, uh, macaroni fat kid Suez Canal Egypt," and that's what comes up. So I think that one so is that at least one's probably based on good. Something. Well, here's the deal. Some of this hair from George Washington goes for $1.7 million. So it's a steal today. If you're interested in George Washington's hair, $1,700 and wow. it is yours. yours. Think about it. You can buy the $1,700 hair okay, so I and thought sell this it was, for $1.7 I thought million. this was crazy. And the only way I could explain it is because rich people are doing crazy things right now. Yeah. They're buying and bidding things up like crazy. Well, the what is the NFT market? That's Which, the by craziest the way, example of it, right? These like uh, non-fungible tokens. Can we talk about that for a second? Yeah, sure. I mean, in this, 
I mean, in this drug-induced state, mm-hmm. I mean, I could tell you anything right now. Yeah, yeah there was actually a, a Glenn Beck photo that sold for four hundred million dollars on the NFT market yesterday. Really? Yeah, yeah. Really? Yep. Why are you still here then? <laughs> American Financing uh, NMLS one eight two three three four www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. I'm hearing voices. So when you're looking at the rest of 2021, uh, most mar- uh, market experts think that it's pretty unlikely that mortgage rates are going to go stay down in the two percent range. Uh, the Fed says they're going to do this for. The next 200,000 years. I don't know. know. (laughs) The Fed said that they are uh, uh, that they are going to keep the uh, rates down for the next two years. I don't know how they're going to do that. um, But when we get inflation, you have to raise the interest rate. If you are looking for a loan, it is going to get hard for you to be able to get a new mortgage or a consolidation loan as time goes on because of several factors. One, if you're a conservative, I think you're going to have real problems and you will understand the depth of those problems on Wednesday night special, because that's exactly what we're talking about with the uh, the ESG score that everyone's going to be receiving. Um, The other is it's going to take more for your credit score to be able to buy anything in the future. They are going to be really tight on trying to lend things out because things are going to go sideways. Um, And you're going to have a hard time paying it if the interest rate is way up or if the economy is screwed. Please call American Financing today. Save as much money as you can. Do this now. American Financing. You could also buy a lock of his here. American <laughs> financing, although that market has collapsed just recently, like today, about five minutes ago, oh my that gosh, market really? just collapsed. <laughs> yeah. Markets are unpredictable. Uh, <laughs> American <laughs> financing at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, 10 seconds station ID. That's why we got that ring so cheap. <laughs> 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 I bet we did pay about two grand for it <laughs> oh, okay Stu can you explain the non-fungible assets or whatever they non-fungible are? token token yeah. uh, very poorly I can, yeah, okay. I can do that yes. uh, did you hear my macaroni and fat kid story <laughs> <laughs> I did. that was very good it was, uh, it was a great if you story. missed it today you got to go back to the mm-hmm. podcast it is a fascinating story on the Suez Canal and how it was actually built and it does actually involve a fat kid mm-hmm. macaroni mm-hmm. and a frenchman mm-hmm. it's true uh so the non-fungible token thing is basically you can own a, a it's basically a piece of digital art right and the digital art in theory can be anything it can be something that someone's you know like a, a, a an actual piece of art that someone's created or it could just be like a photo Mm-hmm. Uh, or, you know, a there's been people, the NBA got into this pretty early and they've been selling footage of famous NBA plays on the mm-hmm. on the market. And of course, this doesn't mean that like you get to watch it and no one else does. Right. You remember uh, during uh, remember the uh, Pharma Bro? Uh, I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but he was the, the Pharma Bro. He was he was a CEO of a, of a pharmaceutical company that raised the price of like one specific rare, you know, med- medication for mm-hmm. a rare disease uh, up to you know, like 
10,000% in a day. And he got all sorts of criticism. Um, and he was eventually in prison uh, <laughs> because of okay. that and other related things. Okay, you can believe this story today from Stu because he's telling it. <laughs> I'm on drugs, but different drugs. Right. Totally okay. different yeah, drugs. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so he, uh, in the middle of all that, bought like a Wu-Tang Clan album for like a million dollars. Oh, I remember this. And it was the only copy of it. So he owned the only copy and no one mm. else could listen to it. And it's not the only copy because they were destroyed or anything else. No one wanted. They only, they did the plan we were talking about. They made one and tried to sell it for like a million dollars. No, it wasn't. And they did. One person bought it. So it's kind of like that. Like you have ownership and no one can no one can say that it's that you don't own it. You do. Uh, but there's all sorts of bizarre sort of side effects yeah, to this and how you so project like it and what it means. So I'd like to talk to you about that. One digital artist just sold a NFT for $65 million, uh-huh. which makes him, I think, the third uh-huh. most, uh, uh-huh. uh, I guess, uh, powerful person in art when uh-huh. it comes to uh, ability to sell. Yeah. Let's talk about that here yeah. for just a second. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So... I've been trying to shed the, you know, the old freshman 50 uh, <laughs> lately. Wait, how many? The COVID 80, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, trying to eat healthier. But there's a problem. I hate healthy food. I hate everything that is healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I really do. I mean, I really have a problem with that. It's true. Um, but until they can come up with a skinny suit, you know, I guess eating healthy and God forbid exercise is my next thing. But anyway, um, part of eating healthy is being able to have a snack when you want one that's not a carrot. I love sweets. And uh, a protein bar does not ever sound good to me. However, Built Bar is a protein bar. Keep it to yourself. Uh, It's really good for you. It's high in fiber, high in protein, low carb. But they're really good. They're low calorie, too. And they're made with real chocolate. It's the marvels of modern science. BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code BECK15 and get 15% off your next order. You're going to really like these. Your mouth will thank me. Better than your butt thanking me, but (laughs) BuiltBar.com. On that note, (laughs) go to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is control. You can try the promo code drugs, but I don't think that one's going to (laughs) work. This is the Glenn Beck Program. When it says on the bottle, don't take and operate heavy machinery. <laughs> I don't consider a radio program heavy, heavy machinery, but I think it is. I think you should start thinking I of it that way. I think it is. Yes. I think it is. Because we have a bunch of topics yeah. to, to cover that we haven't discussed yet, but mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a little concerned. You're a little concerned? I'm a tad concerned at this ah, point. Ah, this isn't heavy machinery. Look at the, the microphone. It's not heavy at all. It's not heavy machinery. Go ahead. Physically. Run them by me. Well, like, we are going to talk about the George Floyd trial. Probably a bad idea. Terrible idea. <laughs> Probably a bad idea. It's a idea. bad idea on a normal I'm day. On a normal day, but a day when <laughs> I've I've got some things coursing through my uh, blood that, uh, where I don't, re- where I almost don't have a filter. That's a good thing. Except if you live in America today. Mm-hmm. Then that would could be. Then a, it would be. It could be a very bad thing. <laughs> we have the the vaccinations going on, and uh, some of the stuff over the weekend with COVID. I think we could go there. Go ahead. You got you got something. 
You got something? We could talk about because you mentioned earlier. Well, no, see, I just feel like going into any of this stuff is with you at this point. It's just pointless. <laughs> any of it is. <laughs> I, I, I saw the new Bob Odenkirk movie this week. Oh, really? Did yes, you? nobody. Hey, I, you mm-hmm. know, I saw uh, last night, and this came as a shock to me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I thought to myself, we were picking a movie. And I've been doing a lot of, you know, uh, research on history and, and everything. And so uh, the Titanic kind of crossed my path. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, maybe it's been long enough. Maybe it's been long enough. I only saw it in the movie theater once. And my kids are teenagers and they've never seen the movie. And maybe, maybe it's been long enough to watch it again and actually enjoy it. Right. Because you watch it once and then that's pretty much it. Yeah, pretty much it's it. a three and a half hour yeah. extravaganza. Yeah. Dirge. Dirge. Yeah, dirge yeah. is a good word yeah. for it's it. It's got like, you know, it's got about 30 minutes of really great entertainment jam-packed into a three and a half hour movie. Right. And then there's a lot of like intricate, nuanced, class war, love triangle stuff that you just want to... Yeah, that yeah. stuff. Okay. It's like, it's like uh, Attack of the Clones, the Star Wars movie, which is a, was the second of the prequel uh, the three? No, I've never gone back. There's not enough time. No, but you you watch that one back. There's a good 45 minute movie there. It, there is a, a legitimately <laughs> good 45 minute movie. Have you in ever there. watched movies where you thought if I had scissors, I could edit this thing yes. into a great 30 minute episode of you know a TV show? I'm telling you, that one is a good example of it. There's great scenes. There's great fight scenes. There's great battles. Is that the and one with Jar Jar like, Binks? No, that's the one after Jar Jar Binks. Okay. So Jar Jar is pretty much not in the second one. Oh yeah, this is one where he's got that headdress and he's like some like I don't know admiral or something. Yeah, I think he he got promoted after yeah. the first movie, which is he got promoted to never being on screen again yeah. somehow. Yeah, <laughs> it is well, odd. he was so good, you just don't want to. <laughs> You don't want to wear that out. Right. You know what I mean? And George Lucas is yeah. good at knowing when you don't want to wear things out. Right. So, yes, that's definitely the thing. I think that you could definitely do, like, the, the, the optimal Titanic movie length is about an, um, an hour 18. You know what I mean? That seems like about, like, you about a 78-minute movie is probably pretty good in Titanic. I do remember it dragging a little bit. So, did you wind up watching this? So, we watched kids? it last night, and my daughter did not want to watch it. She did not want to watch it. And she's like, Dad, I don't, I'm not interested in the Titanic story. And then I had to switch gears. Leonardo DiCaprio, she's like, he is quite beautiful. And <laughs> yeah, I yeah, said, I yeah, yeah. Yes. And it's three and a half hours of, uh, <laughs> you know, a love story with him. Mm. And somebody gets naked. I didn't tell her that it wasn't him. Yeah. But uh, somebody gets naked. And uh, she's like, I don't want to watch it. And she watched it begrudgingly mm-hmm. last night. And even Rafe watched it with us. And he was like, can we stop with the... Le-? And I'm like, just keep it quiet. I swear to you, there's a great payoff. The boat's destroyed. Lots of destruction. Mm-hmm. Lots of death. You're going to like it. He's a 16-year-old. 16-year-old kid. Yeah. So they both, they both watched it with Tanya and I. And shockingly, and you may not be... You may not have approached your time. Mm-hmm. But shockingly, there is enough time that can go by that you will actually enjoy it again. So it was good. It was actually really good. My daughter, she was just sobbing at the end. She's just sobbing. And she sits up and she's like, I just love that movie so much. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's great. How did this? Did this Celine Dion still as annoying as I remember it? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's worse than you remember. The boat sinking scene was pretty solid. It, it wasn't this the first like kind of real CGI that looked good. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Was, I mean, I know they did a lot of because did a lot of practical know, the, stuff. In that yeah, too, they, right? I've got yeah. pictures of them. You know, I think the scene where he's like, "I'm the king of the world." I think that was. <laughs> don't take. We have no. Don't give don't a fact. Take this anything today. We had a discussion before we came back on the air that you should not. That Glenn should not be responsible for any facts for the rest of the show. Just you know, hey, you want? I watched a movie. I watched that's a, that's, that's a safe that's space for for this yeah. show right now. Yeah, or I think I watched a movie because you are going like the Titanic. You're going, going to crash into an iceberg here yeah, at any yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> anyway, I think that they filmed that in like Santa Monica. Uh, Could be wrong because I think there's a giant Ferris wheel that would have shown up in that scene. So I don't know. But they they actually built parts of the ship and they filmed it outside yeah which you just don't do anymore a little expensive and you know it was a very expensive movie and at the time the highest grossing movie of all time we're like you know i heard titanic was pretty good yeah (laughs) okay so but here's the thing i do Mm -hmm. want you know because rafe was like the movie came out after that beat this one at the box office what is that thing oh god avatar avatar terrible he's like it's so much better and i'm like i don't get it i didn't accept i think it is some sort of a uh, joe biden hunter biden lie yep or some sort of ukrainian thing somebody got paid off it's on it's it's on hunter's laptop it's on there you'll get this whole thing will be uncovered because i never understood that no one understands it It, it's this dumb environmentalist movie with a bunch of blue people no one knows any of the plot points no one knows any of the character names and it's supposedly the highest grossing film of all time and has created an entire amusement park around it i don't i don't understand i really nobody has ever said to me oh my gosh nobody's ever quoted lines from that movie no no one does like like i mean you know i'm the king of the world you know that line yeah spoonful of sugar you know that line I know all the lines from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. You know, well, of you, course you do. But, yeah. but mm-hmm. I mean, you know lines that come from, you know, movies. There's nothing in There's that. There's nothing, nothing remarkable about nothing. it. The only thing that was an achievement at all was the technology behind it. The movie itself is Big a deal. heap, is what it is. It's a heap. And the fact that they're making, he's been making these next two sequels for, it seems like, a hundred years. And no one asked for them. There's no one around saying, you know what? I need an Avatar 2 and an Avatar 3. Go ahead, James Cameron. I don't even know. I've watched the movie. I don't even remember the storyline enough to go, oh, I really wonder what happened to that blue one. Is that, <laughs> I mean, right. isn't it basically, it's just if you took the Ewoks storyline and made a movie out of it, right? Like in in Star Wars, it's like, here's the, uh, you know, the people, they're, they're, they're the creatures. Nobody wanted the Ewok story. Nobody wanted it. No. No, not even the kids. No, not even the Ewoks. No, the Ewoks, the Ewoks are actually like, we wrecked it. this movie. <laughs> right. Yes, and they did. Yeah. And so you're like, okay, here's the simple people be in the mean technology people, those capitalists, you know, let's make a statement against capitalism and technology while, uh, you know, making ourselves $760 million. Dollars. There has to be people that are older than 16 that like that movie. For it to be, I just think... If it wasn't for actual dollars being spent, I wouldn't believe that is the highest grossing 
film of all time. And it's not anymore, by the way. Um, oh, uh, Avengers Endgame has passed it, and Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens has passed it. Uh, so it is. It's now. Th- it is now. All third. of our taste is in our mouth. Yeah, Titanic's down to six. Did you know that? Well, uh, is it adjusted time. today's dollars? Adjusted? Uh, this one, I don't think this one is yeah. adjusted. You got to adjust. Uh, yeah, let me do that. Uh, uh, We're just waiting here because I'm. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm it's, so I've got so much medicine in me right okay. now. I'm just like hmm, we could just. Some of these, I think, I always think the inflation-adjusted thing just tells us the story about inflation, not necessarily the movie. Like, yeah. for example, number one all-time inflation-adjusted is Gone with the Wind. Uh, adjusted. Well, that one was like, didn't like 80 or 90% of the, again, facts. Uh, <laughs> it was ridiculous. It was like everybody saw that movie. And an estimated number of tickets sold 202 million, which is by far the highest of all time. So that I mean, it's a legitimate number one. And if you have to now, there wasn't as much competition. There's a lot of different variables here. But number two, that's one point eight five billion dollars all time. Number two, Star Wars episode four, A New Hope, one point six billion. Number three is The Sound of Music, one point three billion. E.T. is number four, one point three billion. Titanic is number five, one point two billion. There was a story I read, I think. There was a story I read today (laughs) that was all about the hidden sexual stuff of the Van Van Tropp family or whatever their names were in Sound of Music. What's happening? And I I know. I don't even know why I read it. I I was fascinated by it because it was like uh, adults understood all of the innuendos. And I'm like, what innuendos in that? And they were talking about when one of the kids put a, this is one of the examples, when one of the kids put a pine cone in her chair and she sat down, all the adults knew what that was. I'm like, people that put pine cones up their ass? What the, I mean, okay. what? All right. See, this no, is, serious. all right. No, we've got Seriously. Wait, that's, I that's, mean, let's take a, uh, let's take it. Do we have, a, is there such a thing as a drug commercial break? Like, is there a re- seriously what does the emergency what alert system do if it's not going off right now <laughs> what does that mean I, what he just thank you don't do that don't do that don't do that don't do that this is one of these days here i am just i'm just fighting for these affiliates to keep their license that's all i'm doing here today i don't even know what we're talking no, seriously. about seriously come on no tell me no, what don't that... go back don't go further just, I can tell you the other thing that was happening. I don't, I don't even understand that one. I don't think you should. I think you should move on. All right, let should. me tell you about LifeLock. That's what you should do. Identity scams. Yes. Are happening. People pose. They, 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 no, they. Don't give examples. They pose as nuns them. and they're not. They like to sit no. up. More people are looking for ways to protect themselves from cyber criminals. In fact, 60% of Americans believe it's likely that identity theft will cause them some sort of financial loss in the next year. That's 60%. Wow. It is a big number. It's a big number. Mm-hmm. Not as big as 1.7 million. No. For a baggie of hair. Oh. But uh, <laughs> it's important to understand how cyber crime and identity theft. You know, this is this is don't do drugs, kids. Don't. This is don't just say no. Every day you put your information at risk on the Internet and in an instant, a cyber criminal can harm what's yours, your finances, your credits, even your name and reputation. That is the only thing that really you should worry about in the end, getting your good name back. How do you how do you get this off of your record? How do you restore your name? 
LifeLock is there. They not only, I mean, nobody can stop all cyber threats and, you know, keep everybody safe. However, they do the best job out there. And beyond that, they have a team that is specially designed. If something, God forbid, happens, that team goes to work to help you clean up the mess. It is LifeLock. LifeLock.com. Save 25% off your first year. Another pretty good big number. Mm. Uh, Mm 25% off lifelock.com. Use the promo code back, call 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to lifelock.com. Promo code back for 25% off now, lifelock.com. 888-727-BECK. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Well, the uh, defense has uh, delivered their opening statement now in the George Floyd trial, which due to the medication I'm on today, I'm not going to take it on. I'm not going to talk about it, but uh, how'd you like to be that guy? I mean, if you're having a bad day, just think, hey, you're not that police officer. Or the defense attorney for the police officer. You imagine? Did you hear the New York Times uh, podcast today? I didn't listen this? to it. No, the Daily. Oh my gosh! No, I'm sure they, it was they were talking about balanced. how they were playing the they were playing the uh, interviews for all of the jurors, and uh, the defense was it the defense? Uh, no, the um, uh, prosecution said uh, to the one juror, "What do you think about COVID?" Well, I mean. What do you mean? What do I think about COVID? I mean, how do you feel about COVID? Do you think that we did the right thing? You know, and they said this woman said, well, no, I, I don't. I, I mean, I, I think it was all started. It's real. And I think it started out as doing the right thing. And we were just trying to figure it out. But I think it's gotten a little out of control. And they dismissed her because that was a covert way of finding out if you are a conservative or not and apparently you can't be a conservative and uh, for the prosecution and they talked about how that was really important and then they played somebody that the uh defense uh weeded out and it was somebody who said well i've already made up my mind uh, you know on this but i'm open uh, because I don't know all the facts. So if there's new facts, I'm I'm perfectly willing to. And, well, do you feel that the police are, you know, racist? Oh, yeah. The, the police are racist, blah, blah, blah. And the New York Times actually said after that, you know, Michael Barbaro. So do you think that maybe this figures into uh, a bigger statement that you could now be taken off of a jury because you believe in something that is true? Wait a minute. <laughs> what? Oh, police are all racist? Is yeah. that the implication I mean, that's, there? that was mm-hmm. the implication that um, that guy was telling the truth, but the truth, you know, the defense is going to make sure that, you know, those truth tellers aren't on the jury, but the other person that tells the truth that, you know, COVID... You know, it was a good thing, you know, what we did at the beginning, but then got out of control. That's not truth. That's not truth. Amazing. It is remarkable what's happening there. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. This is the Glenn Beck Program.